Virgil Simpson. Yes, I figure that is uh, basically <laughs> prophetic and what we're dealing with, the, the planets aligned yesterday. Now, now it's a little better, but, you know, when shit hits the fan, shit hits the fucking fan. I love the description. Someone put it, comments are sometimes a make or break situation. This, I love this comment said, this album is a little bit like crack. I was hesitant to try it, but after listening to it on repeat for the last day, nothing else is really doing it for me. <laughs> As four years ago. Sturgill Simpson, really great artist. Um, Sound and Fury, it's like rock, it's alternative, it's country. You know, he's got that twang. And um, there's a companion piece on Netflix. It's a, an anime, I mean... If if I can dive into it, I've only watched it maybe twice. He is such a great artist, and he's such a he's such a fucker, you know. Um, to quote my friend George Strombolopoulos, <laughs> uh, he's a fucker, and uh, you know, and his wife is a lucky lady. I mean, how many babies have they made so far? Four or five? Um, you know, Sturgill put out the okay. It's a companion piece. It's on Netflix. The album, you know, you you it, you can watch it. You can it's so the Netflix thing is this dystopian anime film, okay? Written, produced by Simpson and Japanese director. I want to do it right, and so we're gonna tap into the uh, what is it? Japanese uh, Mazusak um, of the anime studio Kamikaze Dulga. And the album marks a significant departure from Simpsons' country roots, embracing hard rock, psychedelic blues, funk. Um, well, yeah, he's psych- we, would, we would call him psychedelic country. That's basically what we would call him. Oh, this is a weird little factoid. This makes Simpson the first artist ever to be nominated for both country rock album and best country album. Yeah, because he won for A Sailor's Guide to Earth, which is such a beautiful record. And... Um, such an interesting um i mean he was even nominated for album of the year for that and, and people still did us there he even says they probably were like googling like who is this fucking guy who is this fucking guy that's alongside beyonce and adele taylor swift wasn't nominated that year she wasn't nah she was she was uh she's doing something else so here we are, Mercury and retrograde again. I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. I know all about that all too well. Sometimes you can't really play too much into it. What, you know, I mean, do we all read our horoscope every day? No. Horoscope. I almost, it almost sounded like I said whore. <laughs> yeah, you know where my mind is at. So, I mean, I've been doing my shadow work. I've been, I've been a good boy, you know. I wasn't in December and January and um, February. What? No, February. February was February, you know. And um, but yeah, I mean, you know, when when we want to really fuck it up, all we have to do is go back to you know Mercury and retrograde again. I can play it underneath me if I want, you know. And um, yeah, let's go back to it. I have to see see how fucking I watched that thing stone too. I remember that. I remember that. And he's such a great artist. He's such a great artist. Doesn't doesn't really get the um you know, I mean there's ready to breathe. There's oh god, I hate these fucking 
commercials, you know. He he's an interesting artist. I mean, we'll get to him. Oh, here we go. That's such a good song right there. But the album that really got me into him it was a, a Sailor's Guide to Earth. I thought, whoa, who is this? Who is this? You know, he's putting out these songs and talking to Joe Rogan about DMT. You know, I, I, I will say as as I get on, you know, I, I have a little more appreciation for Joe. Even though when I would get stoned, I thought he was really hot. You know, that bald head and them talking about his chest and everything. But anyway, here we go. This is uh, Sailor's Guide to Earth, Sturgill Simpson, released in 2016, won him a Grammy. <laughs> he even did a Nirvana cover. Um, how Kurt Cobain would have received having someone did, because Kurt actually did like country music, doing a, cu- a country cover of In Bloom. And and he slowed it down and and made it his own. That was that was that was a beautiful thing. Of oh, here we go, if you can hear it. There's a oh jeez, yeah. Hold on. Oh jeez, and we're we're almost in spring. So come on, if you listen to it. I would listen to that album when it would rain. There was something about it, listening to it, and it's raining, and... um, just oh breakers roar that's such a such a great song um but you know mercury and retrograde is where it's at baby hold on oh here we go see he's got such a voice and yet he's doing dmt and acid (laughs) oh this is a good song there you go and now what's interesting is his backing band are the Dap Kings. Now, if you don't know who the Dap Kings are, all right, they played on Amy Winehouse's album. They played on uh, Sharon Jones. Well, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. So to have um, Simpson get backed by them, um, yeah. I mean, shoot, it's a, uh, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. He's a. Uh, he Sturgill calls himself a musical anarchist, and and, and I I like that. His albums are High Top Mountain, Metro Modern, Metro Modern sounds in country music, A Sailor's Guide to Earth, Sound and Fury, Cut and Grass, Cut and Grass Two, The Ballad of Dude and Juanita. Um, but yeah, here he is singing about cocaine and DMT, and <laughs> and and it's it's you know retrograde again. I mean. I have a I have a friend. Um, I'd love to have him on the show. What's up, Kev? And we would always talk about the horoscope. And him and his husband James, what's up, James Jay? Um, he would read their horoscopes because Jay is a Capricorn. He's December twenty third. Kev's uh Gemini. Kev's a twin. So 
dealing with Kev, it's like, oh, geez, in one minute you got the twin, the next minute you got, well, I don't know who you got. Um, you know, and uh, I'm a fire sign, I'm a Sagittarius, and, uh, you know, when you, I mean, as, as a Sagittarius, yeah, I, I can get kind of uh, frustrated, and I can also get kind of, you know, I can go quiet. I can go quiet. Um, when I'm sick, I want to be left alone. I don't want people around me. I don't ever think I've ever had a nursemaid or anything. You know, that would be great. I mean, I, I look at what my two buddies have, and it's like that that's something to strive for right there. But even if I was married or in a relationship, I would not want them near me while I'm sick. It's like, get away from me. Get away. Let me take a bath. Let me Let me have my music. Right, you know, um, do what I got to do. Even when I'm at the gym, I don't like people going with me. I don't understand that. But the trainer is different. And then I befriended the trainer and we, you know, kind of talk and um, bounce ideas off of each other, like interactive stuff, you know, that she could do on, on TikTok with workouts and things like that. Because when I would work out with her, she would tell me, give me 10 and I'd give her 25. So I would exceed her expectations, you know. I didn't exceed my expectations because I I got a long way to go. But you know, that's it's all about self care. I mean, so yeah, if you if you feel it's okay to Mercury and retrograde again, you know, and th- and that's conducive to your self care or going to have a massage. I had a massage. I didn't like it. I didn't like it probably because it wasn't an erotic massage. <laughs> Those are always good. Those are always good. Um, you know, it was probably about, oh, geez, how long? 13 fucking years. 13 fucking years ago, I met someone by chance, and we started a relationship. And, oh, he gave me some really good massages. Like, we would, I would go over there. It was always a rainstorm whenever I'd go over there. It was either cloudy, and we'd do our thing. You know what I mean? And, um... That was some self-care right there. I mean, I was... Woo! I've, I've talked about it on here before. I'm very open about it. And, um, you know, would I go back to... No. No. Why? I, I learned what I learned from that. You know, I learned what it meant to be in a relationship with someone and have them care about you. Maybe toward the end we did say we loved each other... I could just look at him and and I didn't have to say it. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a pretty passionate thing. I wouldn't call it a partnership because we very rarely went out together in public. I usually went over there. You know, uh when I went to go meet up with my friend in San Francisco. What's up Kelly? What's up uh artist? And I told him, "Come on, why don't you go?" No, I don't want to go. I don't go to Pride and I'm like, oh, "Okay, I want it. You to go with me, but all right. <clears throat> and so that didn't happen, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> I know how to pick them. I know how to pick them. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, like, right now, I mean, it's kind of like, huh. There, how, how do I say this? Uh, I, I kind of have an idea of things. And, you know, how the tide rolls and everything. And, um, you know, it's it's been a pretty tough fucking time. I mean, 
you know, if you do a countdown, it's like, what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? If, uh, you know, and what a, a difference a year makes. And a year ago, I was thriving, you know, I was thriving and I was doing all this stuff. Now I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And, um, you know, my health is not great. So, in fact, if you've listened to the last show where I was talking about uh, old uh, uh, Bill Hicks, I, I went back and listened to it. And there's some, yeah. And then a friend pointed something out to me. My Something's off with my speech. So he's saying that I should go see a neurologist. So, but I said it's stress. It's stress and um, depression and a whole bunch of things. And I'm very, I'm very public about that, you know. We all have our ills and everything. And, you know, I go and see spiritual healers and things like that. Um, I haven't had Reiki done in a while, though. Maybe I should do it again. It's kind of pricey. But, um, you know. And then and then my friend that I want to have on here, he is, you know, my spiritual guide. And so when I, you know... And he's a good friend. And so what I do is we just kind of bounce ideas off of each other and the spirituality and everything. And um, it's it's keeping me somewhat sane. It's keeping me somewhat sane. But Mercury in retrograde again. <laughs> I was at work and my students know me pretty well. This was yesterday. And I was just staring off into space. And one of them, she looked at me, are you okay, Mr. B? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I kind of snapped out of it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not okay. The fact that they could pick up on that, it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, it's bleeding. And because I, you know, here's the thing. I can read, and I try not to read people because then it's like I should really reserve that energy for myself. And um, and then they kind of let the cat out of the bag, like, oh, he can read. Don't tell people that. Please don't. Because some of them, I think, they think it's by chance. And it's like, no, I can just see them and look at them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you, you're, you're going to do that. You got this. You know what I mean? But when it comes to your own life, it makes me think of um, that beautiful movie, Eve's Bayou. Um, really beautiful movie. Really dark movie. And I think I watched it when I was about 16. Uh, or no, 17. Um, and it was directed by Casey Lemons. And it's got Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Debbie Morgan, Lynn Whitfield. <laughs> Talk about glamorous. And it's about this family of clairvoyants. And it's like, oh, okay, you know. And as I say that, <laughs> and, it, and it, it runs in my family. You know, we've I've, I've bounced ideas off of cousins. Like, okay, you know, it's grandma, bru, you know, bruja. What, what, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean? And, um you know, we, we've come to an understanding that our grandmother was a very complex person, as is everyone in life. And as I talk about clairvoyance, you know what comes to mind? And I remember the first time I heard this song, it was probably right before, the yeah, February 7th, right before everything closed down. And, you know, here we go. The video is striking. Here we go.
That's the Dance of Clairvoyance, Mach 3, Pearl Jam. And I want to give a shout out to LNC because we always talk about that song and the beauty of that song. And, you know, when it comes to Pearl Jam and even flow, yeah, yeah. I love the Vitology album. That's such a that's such a great album. And Eddie's voice. I mean, I have a fond memory. I was leaving a friend's in 2010. We were celebrating her birthday. And I was driving through the fog, going probably about 75, listening to Even Flow, <laughs> hoping I wouldn't crash. Like, oh, shit. You know, because we had, we had partied. And then I didn't leave her house till like, maybe three. So then I had to drop her friend off. Then go driving and then I got home and I'm like shit and I and I slept throughout the day and then woke up and went and got in and out so I was 2010 I was burning both candle uh, candles at both ends I really was my energy level was like I had yet had I hadn't had that accident with my arm yet I hadn't that really kind of changed things that was my Saturn return I was 29 years old I you want to talk about self-care. Oh, shit. That was a mental awakener right there where I was taking, <laughs> here we go. I'm, I'm honest. I was taking low-grade roids to lean out more, but at the same time build, and I and I couldn't sleep on them, so I just one day dumped them down the toilet, and, and I take them through a feeder because I didn't want to do injectables, and they stay in your system. So one night I'd had an argument with someone, and went to go, I was going to go key their car and I knocked on the window and the window broke. It was a double pane window and it sliced me open. And that's why I have that scar as my friend, she calls it a gnarly scar on my left arm. And, uh, it was a trip. And then you have to pee in front of the nurses because they, I, I knew that's when I knew they knew. Oh, oh shit. And then I was asked about it and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't take them again. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, okay. You know, and it kind of changed some focal points and I almost had to go to anger management and all that. So, but I I I mellowed out. It was like, okay, you know, we we got this coming and but the medication they put me on like they put me on pain medication. Oh, I hated it. And I hid a lot. I would go for drives and just hide because it was just like my mind was like in a fog of things like that. And and I'm talking about this because, you know, here we are, self-care. Self-care is easy for us to give to others, but for ourselves, oh, geez. I mean, that's why I'm, you know, such a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. And my spirituality is a whole extension of different things, whether it's from my ancestors, whether it's from things that I've picked up throughout the years. And... um you know, different things and this wonderful multiverse that we fucking live in. And it reminded me of a film that was heavy on everyone's minds last year. One best picture, one best actress. And uh, my friend Jack and I often talk about it. And, and it's in reference to life because it really is a profound thing. Mm, the bagel. Here we go. Here. 
Let me help you open up your mind, huh? Open up. Every last personal ad on Craigslist. Sesame. Poppy seed. Salt. And it collapsed in on itself. Because <laughs> you see, when you really put everything on a bagel, it becomes this. Come on. Come on, Evelyn. The truth. What? Nothing matters. Oh, Joy. You don't believe that? Feels nice, doesn't it? If nothing matters, then all the pain and guilt you feel from making nothing of your life goes away. into a bagel. Shit, that bagel has everything. Yeah. That's everything everywhere all at once. Timelines, uh, everything, you know, split in two, things merging, things converging. Is that self? Is that self care? Yeah, it's self care. Basically, is there's a, a wonderful moment in that film where there are rocks, and it's so quiet and so peaceful. It's a different form of civilization, and so that's that world that we live in. Is you know all these different things, and a movie does that. A movie does that. A really great movie. I remember when I saw it with my friend, she was like, that was like a badass trip. And I loved it, though. I thought that was awesome. And then not realizing, you know, throughout the year that would take on kind of, oh, not kind of, it would take on parts of my life that, okay, there are these timelines. Timing is everything. And I'm going to get slapped in the face metaphorically, not physically, but metaphorically. And space-wise, you know, space and time. I mean, come on. As I say that, uh, the wonderful thing of art, you know, art imitates life. And um, as I, uh, (laughs) there's a moment, uh, okay. One of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs. And it's not Stairway to Heaven. It is, those of you who know me know. What's his favorite? Well, I love Battle of Nevermore because it's very kind of 
acoustically. But then there's this song. So if we can find that wonderful lyric. I'm a traveler of both time and space. And I do remember saying that when I was really intoxicated with somebody. And where were we? Where were we? No, okay, now I remember. We were at the Alpha Omega. And the gentleman was speaking to us. And I grinned and I said, we are both travelers of space and time. And I meant it when I said that. So I think that probably kind of was like, whoa, what are these two on? <laughs> He's, they're, spa- they're travelers of both space and time. Because I felt that was the right thing to say at that moment. So I wasn't totally gone. <laughs> I, was, I was just kind of like, all right, how do we get here? How do we get there? How do we sit in a chair? You know? And um, I'll leave you with that. That was... Uh, that was a beautiful moment, even though it was a moment of like, okay, how do I drive this thing? <laughs> More ways than one. Life and also the freaking car. I was like, all right, I haven't done this in a while, you know. And with that, I could apply that to many different episodes within that moment. There are many different things going on where I was like, okay, here we go. I haven't done this in a while. And this is scary, at the same time thrilling. And time time is everything. For in that moment, we had our phones put away. Time was everything. We were just looking at each other like, all right, here we go, you know. And um, there was a, a moment that happened that was very, okay. <laughs> I'll say it. It was beautiful. It was a great moment. Because, you know, so many things had led up to that moment. And I remember just looking at him and thinking, okay, it's either now or never, man. And I just moved in and boom, did what I needed to do to make my statement. That was my statement. To move in and say, all right, here you go. And then, of course, you know, they looked down and thought, oh, that's a nice reaction. Yeah, okay. Check, please. <laughs> Check, please. So, yeah. Um, so, what is self-care? Self-care is looking back at really good memories like that. Uh, even though things were just, oh, yeah, things were moving fast. Things are crazy. Things are crazy. But in that moment, time stopped. That's why I said what I said. We are travelers of both space and time. Because in that moment, time had stopped. Space had stopped. It was just us, the gentleman, filling our glasses. <laughs> We're just looking at him like, okay, here we go. And laughing and living in a moment. Living in a moment and, yeah. So when I have moments of sadness and moments of uncertainty, I think back to moments like that, you know, or think back to a year ago when I was working, I was thriving and I was, I wasn't necessarily happy and I was a few pounds heavier. And then, you know, 
you go on this journey and you do everything and it's like boom and, and it leads you to the, and then the journey is continuous so um yeah it was it was great it was mercury and retrograde again <laughs> oh geez sturgill 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 see i go back to music and his music is so um just so beautiful to listen to and um you know, I will leave you tonight with, um, here we go, a really beautiful, the chicken or the egg. oh no, not the chicken and the egg, these commercials. I'm going to leave you with a really beautiful song tonight from the Sailor's Guide to Earth called Breaker's Roar. Here we go. Good night. Let Sturgill sing you to sleep.